Continue to speak to God. That God should talk to you. Rebook every split of what will take you away from the presence of God. That God should come and talk to you. In Jesus' name we pray. My God is a miracle God. My God is a miracle God. He has never failed. He will never fail. He will do what he says he will do. My God will do what he promised to do. I can see him walking in my favor. I can see him walking in my miracle. I can see him fighting on my battle. He will do what he says he do. My God, my God is a miracle God. My God, my God is a miracle God. He will never fail. He will never fail. He will do what he says he will do. My God, he will do what he promised to. I can see, I can see him walking in my miracle. I can see him walking in my I can see him fighting on my battle. He will say what he said he will do. He will do what he promised to do. My God, my God is a miracle God. Hallelujah. My God is a miracle God. He will never fail. He will never What he's promised to do, he will do what he says he will do. I can see, I can see him working in my favor. I can see him fighting on my back. I can see him working in my miracle. He will do what he says he will do. Heavenly Father, once again, we want to thank you because you are a miracle God. You are always there to do what you have promised to do. Whatever the challenges that we are passing through, you always fight for us. You never disappoint us. You never fail us. And you will continue to fight our battles. Wherever we are troubled, you are always there, Lord. Father, we lift you up. As we go into your word, Father, we pray that wherever we have been troubled, Lord, we pray you continue to fight the battle for us in the mighty name of Jesus. This message is in your hands. Speak to us yourself in the mighty name of Jesus and let your name, let it be glorified in Jesus' name. Every split of uh, diversion of attention, we rebuke them in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, because you are God. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Please be on your seat. Uh, turn with me to John 14, chapter 27. John 14, 27. I will read. 
John 14, 27 says, Peace I live with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives. Do I give you to you? Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Now, that is one. The same John, chapter 16, verse 33. John 16, 33. So that you may, that, that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have troubles, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Amen? Hallelujah. Back to John 14 verse 1. John, John 14 verse, verse 1. 1. Do not let your heart be troubled. You believed in God, believe also in me. Let not your heart be troubled. Amen. If you don't want your heart to be troubled, what do you have to do? Believe in God. Believe in God. Believe in the Lord Jesus. So my message today is titled Trouble Heart. Hmm. If something is troubling you within your heart, my message is for you today. But let me begin this way. I know if I'm asking many of you as you are sitting down here that how many of you would like to live in a place that is peaceful, a quiet place all the time, that every time that place is quiet. It's very silent. Nobody disturbs each other. Nobody worried each other. There's no trouble. There's no chaos. How many of us want to live there? Wow. Amen. Amen. <laughs> but have you forgotten what Jesus said in John 16, 33? I've told you this thing, this thing that you may in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart because he has overcome the world. If you want to be in that place where there is no trouble, mm. you have to live in who? In Christ. In Christ. But talking about physically living in this world where there is no trouble, where there is no chaos, where there is no argument that the neighbor don't disturb each other, it's a very funny place. Mm. You want me to tell you? It's a silent place. The graveyard. God bless you, sister. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to be there. That confirms what Jesus Christ is saying, that in this world, you always have experience of trouble. When Jesus was saying this, he is not trying to scare the disciples. He knows that he's living. That when he lives, so many things will happen. He was trying to tell them exactly what is going to happen. That there will be trouble. But the only way out is to live through him. And when we talk about trouble, what are we calling, what, what are troubles? If we, we may start from there. What are troubles we are talking about? Trouble are misfortunes, hardship, suffering, difficulties, annoyance that comes upon us in our lives. Something that we pass through. It comes in every shape, all shape. It might be in all, every type of manners. It can come. 
I'm sure this afternoon there is no one sitting here that have not experienced one trouble or the other. You are not immune to it. It is how you take it that determines what you are going through and what is the result. Whether you are old, whether you are young, whether you are a female, whether you are male, trouble will always be there. The funniest thing is that even when a baby is born, what will, he, what will the baby do? He cry. You know why? Because he, he, the baby is coming from a warm place. Suddenly pushed out to a very cold place. He cried out that I'm in trouble. So you can't take that away. Trouble will always be there. Hallelujah. Praise God. So regardless of age, experience, trouble will always be there. Because the word itself is full of troubles. It's full of troubles. Troubles. Thank you, Pastor. Don't sleep. If you sleep, I will mention your name. <laughs> but the question is. When you are experiencing this trouble, how do you handle it? How do you handle it? In one of his last words to his disciples, when Jesus was living, he told them, John 14, 27. Again, brother? Peace, I live with you. That is, take the troubles away. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. He is giving special peace. Amen. Not the way that the world is giving you peace. Believe me, brethren, if the world is giving you peace, they will take something from you. Yeah. Correct? Suppose someone that is sick that goes to hospital. They are giving him medicine to do what? To experience peace. Are they, is it free? No. It's not free. So, Jesus Christ is saying that the way he's giving you his own peace is free, not the way the world is giving unto you. You have to pay in the hospital to have peace. I don't know how many of you have, have experience of having pain in the finger. You will not be able to sleep, but just go to the hospital. If they just puncture it, remove what is inside, you'll be relieved. Believe me, Badra Sama will not ask you to go free. You have to drop something. Jesus Christ is saying that the peace I'm giving to you is not the way that the world has given. So life itself is unpredictable. Don't say that you are a moon. There will always be ups and downs. Sometimes the road will be good. Mm. Things will be going well. We always say God is good. All the time. And all the time? God is good. Is it really so? Not Praise God. <laughs> I agree with you. It depends on how you take it. Mm. Somebody that said God is good all the time, mm. believe me, within a second, something suddenly happens. Oh, Jesus, why you allow this to happen? Mm. He will query God. Mm. God is good all the time. Mm. In everything, we should do what? Give thanks. Give thanks. So when the going is good, we don't have mind of the kind of trouble that is coming. Hallelujah. When the going is good, God is good to some people. When he turns the other way around, they begin to query God. 
God, I pray to you, why have you allowed this to happen? Jesus has draw your attention to that. There will be trouble. Prepare. So it is how you handle it that we determine how smoothly you can get out of the trouble. Sometimes, two years ago, nobody predicted what happened. Things suddenly turned around. People were losing jobs. Life, life were being lost. So, if you are thinking that time, you have not experienced any trouble. There are a lot of people that get closer to you, they, are, they experience a lot of trouble. At that time, at that moment, you also experience what? Trouble. Because of your brethren. The intercessory team, they are praying. When the trouble comes, they first know that this trouble has come. I remember when we first had the first COVID as a church member. Believe me, even me in my office, I was praying. God, please deliver her, deliver her, deliver her. Because I was troubled. So there is no way in this world that you may not experience it directly. Indirectly, you will be troubled, but how you take it is what matters. Mm. So things can suddenly change around you. The trouble will suddenly set in. But how do you trust God at this time? How do you trust him? You need to trust God in every circumstances. That is why we say God is good all the time. Whether it is bad time, it is good time, God is good all the time. Believe in that. So how do you trust him when you, you do not understand what is happening around you? When you cannot find solution, how do you trust, how, how do you trust him? There are many questions to ask when you are passing trouble. But before we go ahead, let me just remind you of the, uh, in the Old Testament, example of great men of God that have passed through or that have experienced trouble. There are many of them, I will just mention a few, Jacob or uh, Joseph. Joseph was troubled by action of his brother and the trial he faced all around. We all know the story of uh, Joseph, I'm not going to that. For the fact that he nearly shared his dream, I don't know whom you have shared your dream with. Mm. You must have shared your experience with somebody, thinking that that fellow loves you. But believe me, maybe they are trying to create trouble for you. So, Joseph was able to pass through those troubles, and at the end of the day, there is light in the channel. Moses, it's another example from the Old Testament. He was troubled by what? By Egyptians army behind him and the Red Sea. He was at the point of deliverance. He was at the point of confusion. Many of us, we have never experienced something like that. You don't know where to go. You don't know where to turn to. You look back, you see the Egypt, Egyptian army and you look at the front, you see the Red Sea. You'll be troubled. You begin to query God. God, but I think they said you are good all the time. Are you sleeping? Why is this happening to me? You need to trust God in every circumstance. Rahab is another example. The prostitute. His past was haunting her. Her past was haunting her. It's another example. But he passed through. What about Gideon? Insecurity. 
He was not having the confidence. He was troubled. But, brethren, God put him through. Gideon was able to overcome all his enemies, the Midianites. He conquered them with the help of God. So, brethren, trouble come in all shapes and in all manner. Jesus said that in this world we shall have tribulation. What does this mean? Trouble is, or troubles are unavoidable product of living. This is a byproduct of living. You can never do without it. There is no such thing as a trouble-free life. It doesn't exist. That's why Job said, man, 14, verse 1. Man who is born of a woman is of few days and full of trouble. Full of troubles. That is Job 14.1. Man who is born of woman of few days full of troubles. Job 5.7. Yet, man is born of troubles. Let me just read that part. Yet, man is born of troubles. So, then, what can we do when trouble comes our way? What is the solution to trouble heart? When your heart is being troubled, what is the solution? We have the... Uh, our, our, our doctor who happens to be the Jesus Christ. He has prescribed what to be done. And this prescription, you can find it in John 14, 1. That is the remedy for troubled heart. Can we open our Bible to that? John 14, 1. We have read it. That is Do the not... remedy to, for troubled heart in a simple way. Do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God and trust in Him. Have faith and hold on it to Him. Rely on Him and keep on believing in Him. Thank you, brother. For you to believe in God, it requires faith and trust. That's what Jesus Christ is saying here. The condition for you, the troubled heart is for him or her to believe in God. And when you believe in God, we are talking about the faith here. Faith and trust. So the only solution for troubled heart is faith and trust. Do not let your heart be troubled. Trust in God. Trust so in me. That is what Jesus said. Jesus is saying that you have to trust him. He is not saying you will not go through difficulties. He is not saying that. He is saying you will go through, but you need to trust in him. So, Jesus, like I said earlier, understood that when he lives, the disciple will experience trouble. We all know. Shortly after he was arrested, they were all troubled. They were all troubled. So, the same thing we might be going through. Trouble may come. All you need to do is to, tr is to trust in God. But the question is, is your trust in God being troubled indirectly itself? Because at times, you, you trust in God. That your trust is also being troubled by your own mindset. You, you have the trust in God. Again, you begin, something begins to, again, trouble that trust. I will just give you some examples of uh, 
I will just give you some examples of common trust troublers in our life. What did I say? Common trust troublers. You have been troubled in the heart already, and there are some things that contributed more to it. I'm going to talk about it. I take number one to be worry. Worry is a trust troubler. Worry means feel or cause to feel anxious or trouble about, about actual or potential problems. The problem itself has not come. You already worry. You, are, you begin to worry yourself. You begin to trouble yourself. What, what has the scripture said about this? Luke 12, 29. Uh, Luke, Luke 12, verse 22. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or what about your body, what you will wear. Do not worry about your life. All you need to do is to believe in Jesus Christ. You have to believe in him. Look, the same Luke 12, 29 to 31. Quickly, brother. And, and do not set your heart to what is to eat and drink. And do not worry about it. For pagan world runs in such things. When the Father knows that you need them, but seek the kingdom of God, and these things will be, will be given as well. And if you read further, a popular verse we normally quote somewhere there, that seek first the kingdom, kingdom of, of God, God and His righteousness, and all these added. things shall be added. So, you need not to worry. All you need to do, this, this prescription is there. Have faith, have trust in God. Have trust in Jesus Christ and he's going to take that trouble away from you. That is number one. Number two is self-reliance. It's a trust troubler. You are think you are self-sufficient. When you rely on your own power and resources than those of others, your trust will be troubled. Why? Because sometimes your resources may not be enough. Your own power may not be enough. Your own knowledge may not be enough. Well, whatever you are thinking may not be enough. So that is why you don't need to rely alone on yourself. Proverbs 3, verse 5 to 6. Proverbs 3. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. When you submit to him, that path that looked like zigzag is going to be made what? Straight. straight. Don't rely on yourself. Jeremiah 17, verse 7 to 8. But, be, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree that is planted by the waters. When you trust in you, be like what? Tree that is planted by With the waters. Read on. And sends out its roots into the streams. You never lack. Okay? Go on. But does not fear when the heat comes. Its leaves are not always green and no worry in the year or drought will never fail it to bear fruit. It has no worry. That is when you trust the Lord. So self-reliance when you are in trouble it's not enough. You need to trust Jesus Christ. That prescription he has given. Another one is um, doubt, number three. That is a feeling of uncertainty or lack of conviction. We trouble your trust. Doubt. James 1, 6 to 8. 
but when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. Because one who doubts is like a wave in the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should, be, should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. So what we are saying here is that you must believe whenever you ask for it. You don't need to entertain doubt. You don't need to entertain doubt in your mind. You must believe that what I'm asking for will definitely come to pass. Brethren, when you doubt, it will trouble your heart. It will trouble your... If it, when you doubt, it will trouble your trust. It will. It will trouble your trust. So, do not doubt if your mind if your heart is troubled do not doubt because God is going to do it for you Amen. and I pray that God will give you that understanding Amen. will give you that conviction so that Amen. you will not doubt in the mighty name of Jesus Amen. so when you doubt it takes that thing away from you that your troubled heart will continue to torment you praise the Lord that is number three. Number four, disbelief. There's difference between disbelief and doubt. Disbelief is a trust troubler. That is, inability or refusal to accept that something is true or real. It's different from doubt. Let me just expand on that. Doubt and not belief are different. It is important for you to understand the difference between doubt and unbelief. Doubt is questioning what you believe. You believe there is God, right? Amen. You don't doubt there is, there is God. You believe that. And again, you pray to God, you begin to doubt. Mm. You pray to God that I need this thing, you, give, you begin to doubt. That is doubt. Doubt is questioning what you believe. You pray, oh, can God really do it? That is doubt. Unbelief is a determined refusal to believe. You are preaching to somebody how the world is created. He is not even believing you that God is somewhere. He's not having that belief. Thank you, brother. devil is in trouble. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. He can never take Technology. our right away from us. Amen. So, doubt is questioning what you believe. Unbelief is a determined refusal to believe. Doubt is a struggle faced by believers. That's what many of us face. Unbelief is a condition of the unbelievers. Unbelief involves spiritual blindness. They don't even agree that God exists. But you believe God exists. But you pray to the same God, you believe that it exists. And again, you are doubting whether it's going to, whether it's going to answer you. So this belief is a trust troubler. So it's not the same thing as uh, doubt. 
So Paul said in First Timothy, Paul, what, what has Paul said, brother? First Timothy 1.13 Even though I was a blasphemer and a prosecutor and a violent man, I, was, I showed mercy because, because I acted in ignorance and unbelief. Yes, that's how Paul acted. Ignorantly and unbelief. So, uh, Hebrews 3.12 Hebrews 3.12 See to it, brothers and sisters, and that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. Now, this is for you. See to it, brother and sister, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. The moment you have unbelieving God, that will turn away your, your mind from the living God. You will not serve a dead God in the mighty name of Jesus. We have to jump to number five now. Sin is another trust troubler. Sin, that is something that is morally wrong, considered to be a disobedience against Heavenly Father. So it's a, it's a trust troubler. Galatians 3, 22. But the scriptures have confined all, all under sin and promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe if you see Rahab in that Old Testament, her past was haunting her. So your past also can add more to your troubled heart. Because it will haunt you. You begin to flash back. Oh, why have I done this? You are forgotten that when you have that prescription, in me you will have peace. Once you have Jesus Christ, that peace is there. You already experienced the peace. So you need not to worry about that. And lastly, fear. That is to be afraid of something or someone. As likely to be dangerous, painful, or harmful. Fear is also a trust troubler. David in uh, Psalm 56, 3 and 4. In God I will praise his word. In God I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do to me. Whenever I am afraid... I will trust in you. That's what David just said. That in God, he will trust. When you trust in God, you trust in his son. Amen. You trust in Jesus Christ. Amen. And he is going to lead you and guide you in the mighty name of Jesus. So, brethren, worry, self-reliance, doubt, disbelief, sin, and fear. All are trust troublers. That they will trouble the trust. They will trouble that trust in you. And that added to the troubled heart that you have. But how do you overcome a troubled heart? Jesus said in John 16, 33. I have told you these things so that you may have peace. In this world you will have troubles. But take heart, I have overcome the world. That is another prescription that God, Jesus Christ recommended. That in this thing you are going to face trouble, but in him only you can have peace because he has conquered the world. So, remember that trouble is not something new. It's not new at all. Right from the day one, when Adam ate that uh, apple, mm. trouble has been in this world. Mm. So, and trouble will be there till Jesus Christ come back. How you handle it is what determines where you are going to be. So, to trouble 
Now, what I tend to say here is that uh, if there's a trouble troubling you, do you know that when you trouble that trouble, it will disappear? Yeah. <laughs> you get it? Yeah. That something is troubling you. You decided to trouble that particular thing that is troubling you. That is, you trouble the troubles in you. So, how do you do this? You can only do this by putting the trouble to shame, by trusting God. You need to trust God that, look, <laughs> you better get behind me. Get away. I have a living God. He's a mighty God. He's by my side, by my side, in front and the back. That confidence you have, even the trouble will begin to fear. He will begin to fear. It might be a spirit. You may not know. Because how does this happen is that you have never allowed that even to bother your mind. Physically, mentally, emotionally, you are physically okay. You have been troubled, the trouble that is troubling you. Amen? Hallelujah. So you need to trouble that trouble when it's troubling you. So Jesus tells the disciples several things that we can also learn from. Trouble requires us to have proper perspective. That is, you need to have a pro proper viewpoint. You don't just surrender. I was watching a documentary, The Lion Attacked the Buffalo. Believe me, the buffalo have the courage to fight back. Mm. <laughs> he should have succeeded, but he surrendered. Are you surrendering to the trouble? Mm. You need to trouble that trouble that is troubling you. Amen? Hallelujah. So know what you want. When Jesus visited, visited uh, Mary, uh, Magdalene, and the Martha, one was at the kitchen preparing food. Another one know what she wanted. Even when she asked Jesus Christ, you have told her to come and join me. No, Jesus said she has chosen what he wants. Know what you want when trouble comes your way. When that trouble is coming to your mind, know what you want. So have a proper perspective. Don't surrender to whatever is troubling you. Trouble requires us to evaluate our priority. At times when we are in trouble, we tend to do everything at the same time. You need to evaluate it. You need to look at it. So one of the difficulties for many Christians is that they have the wrong priority. And Jesus has made it clear. It has made it simple. And what is that? John 14, 1. Trust me. Believe in me. Just believe that Jesus will do that. And when you believe in Jesus that he's going to do that, you need to take a step. It depends on which trouble you are facing. You have agreed, oh, this is the trouble. You identify it. Then you have to take the right step. Evaluate everything. Okay, you need not to follow... You cannot exit through this door at this door at the same time. If you know your final direction will be this side, if the opportunity to exit here is better than for you to go an Israelite journey. So, evaluate your priority when trouble comes. Trouble reminds us our need to pray. We need to pray. You need to know that, that yes, this is trouble. Identify it and begin to pray. Don't allow trouble to take away your peace. Emotionally, spiritually, physically. If you are in trouble, you have a troubled heart. And you allow that to take over your life. 
brethren, you won't be able to sleep. And when you wake up in the morning, it will be as if, sorry, brother Thomas, as if he's playing the drum in your head. So don't allow that to trouble you. So you need not to allow the trouble to take away your peace and trust God. Let's look at an example of people that in the scripture also who has faced one way trouble or the other and they overcome it. Number one is Deborah. Which has, she's a lady. She's a amazing, talented lady, a mother and a judge and a prophet. A wife. Maybe she's also a grandmother, although I don't know. From the scripture it was not stated. So, she was a leader, a judge, a wife, a mother. But she was so courageous and led the people to win that battle. So, why? How, how, did, he do, how did she do that? Because she trusted in God. So, look at that. That's an example. The woman healed by Jesus, trusting God, that woman with issue of blood, he trust, she trusted that, okay, if I'm able to touch that cloth, definitely I will be healed. She did not allow that trouble to continue after 12 years. She said, enough is enough. I need to trouble this trouble that is troubling me by touching the cloth, the ends of garment of Jesus Christ. So that story is in Mark 5. If you want to read, you go there and read. Moses, trusting God for a way out, as I've said earlier on. He was in Delhi, he was in confusion. He can't go back, he can't go to the front. But he trusted God and all the problems behind him, all the trouble behind him, fade away. I pray that whatever is troubling your mind right now, they will fade away in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Look at Esther. He trusted God. He said, if I perish, I perish. She was very courageous. She troubled that trouble that is troubling the children of Israel. And she took on the mantle to see the king. And to God be the glory. Because she trusted God, God brought her, brought her out successfully. So, when that trouble comes your way, Brethren, borrow from the scripture. There are a lot of things from the scripture that indicated that, yes, you can take your battle forward. You can take it ahead of the trouble. And God will answer you in the mighty name of Jesus. So I'm going to look at another example. So the trouble hearts now. How do you handle your trouble? I'm going to take another example, then we close the message. Uh, that is in the Old Testament. King Ezekiel. King Ezekiel was troubled with the letter. He received one letter. That is in the book of uh, Isaiah 37. If you really want to understand, go back, read 36. Read the chapter, then read chapter 37. Then you will be, you will understand better. So, King Ezekiel was troubled with the letter that he received from the messenger. I don't know what letter you are receiving from your management. I don't know what email you are receiving. You need not to worry yourself. You need not to be afraid. All you need is to take steps in the right direction, have prioritized things, and don't allow the trouble, the trust trouble to trouble you. Mm. I hope you are getting my message. Yes. The trust troublers, don't allow them 
to trouble you, like worry, fear, and doubt, unbelief. Don't allow that to happen. So what happened when King Ezekiah received that letter? The first thing, that's the book of Ezekiah, uh, the book of Isaiah 37, sorry. Isaiah, Isaiah 37, verse 14. Isaiah 37, verse 14. Then Hezekiah took a letter from his hand of the messenger and read it, and went up to the house of the Lord and spread it out before the Lord. And Hezekiah received the letter from the hand of the messenger and read it, okay? The first thing that uh, he does, or he did rather, Hezekiah was wise enough to know that at the onset of the trouble, he was wise to know that the best place to be is the house of the Lord. He went straight to the house of the Lord. No wonder. David stated in uh, Psalm 122, I was glad when they said to me, let's go to the house of the Lord. Are you glad to be here? Amen. When the trouble comes, I know many of you, when trouble comes, you quickly call Pastor Abraham. Pastor, this is what is happening. Yes, it's a right decision in the right path. It's a right decision. Because spiritually, they will join you to pray. So David said he was glad. So Ezekiah discovered that the first thing to do is to run to God. Even in Psalm 26 verse 8, it reads, I love your sanctuary, Lord, the place where your glorious presence dwells. Find yourself to the house of the Lord. Find yourself and call the man of God that this is what you are passing through. This is the challenges that you are passing through. In Psalm 84, it says that better is one day in the court, in your court, than a thousand days. Spend time with God. You may pray in your house. Go to the presence of God. The presence of God doesn't mean it has to be in this auditorium. Go on your knee in your house when the trouble comes and pray. And pray. That's what Ezekiah has done. He went straight to the God's house and spread it. Secondly, what he, he did, when Ezekiah came into the house of God, he sought the Lord immediately. When the trouble came, kneel down and sought the Lord immediately. Seeking God was Ezekiah's first response, not the last one. Not the last one. When trouble comes, when that trouble is in your heart, the first thing for you to do is to seek God. Is to seek God, not the last resort. It might be too late. So, connecting with Almighty God, the creator of heaven and earth, was the number one on the list. Let that be the number one priority on your list, and God will surprise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Jeremiah 29, verse 13. 29, verse 13 says, And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. It's not just going to the Lord in prayer. You have to have an open heart. Don't allow that trouble to cover everything. You need to have an open heart. Then number three, Ezekiah placed the entire problem on the altar. And all this thing I'm talking about is in that verse 37, or verse 14 of Isaiah 37. Everything, these three points I just mentioned, the first one is that he went to God's house. Second one, he laid it before the God. Then third one, 
Eskaya placed the entire problem on the altar and left it there. If you read 14c, 14c, Isaiah 37, 14c. Brother, can you find it? Yes, ma'am. And Hezekiah received the letter from the hand of the messengers and read it. And Hezekiah went up to the house of the Lord and spread it before the Lord. He tabled it before the Lord. He spread it before the Lord. In, your, in that your home, why can't you table that problem before God? That trouble that is troubling you. Fourthly, he prayed. Number four, he prayed. Verse 16. Isaiah 37, 16. O Lord of hosts, God of Israel, who enthroned above the cherubims, you are God and you alone of all the kingdoms of the earth. You have made the heavens and the earth. Yes, he prayed before God. That is why when we come to the house of the Lord, don't say because you are ministry workers. They are praying. You begin to walk around. And looking at, okay, let, let, let me be specific. Let me talk to my ministry, ushering team. Don't say because you are usher, they are praying. And you begin to walk around. Even though you are walking around, you need to pray. You are a Friday teacher. They are praying. You are only arranging the kids. No, you are here for a purpose. Nobody is going to pray for you. You need to pray that prayer yourself. Mm. So, because you also, you face challenges. You face trouble. So, when you face challenges, always pray. Prayer is the key. Prayer is the only way you can trouble that trouble that is troubling you. Brethren, don't allow the trouble to trouble you. Don't allow the trust troubler to trouble your trust. Trouble every trouble that troubled you. And God will deal with you in Jesus' name. Amen. So when you trouble that trouble with prayer, God will answer you in Jesus' name. Amen. So life is not always smooth. It is not smooth. Life is not what? It's not smooth. Trouble will always be there. It is just left for you to know that you should not allow that to override you. I have few reflection questions here before I call the choir to sing the, the one song for us because we need to take everything to Jesus. Those questions are, are you honest with God about the depth of your pain, hopelessness, confusion, and anger and depression? Are you honest with God? How does bad news affect your relationship with God? Do you cry out more or avoid him? Does the condition of your head, that is physical or mental or emotional, affect your faith when trouble comes? How do you respond when things don't go in the right direction your plan? How has your faith been affected by long-standing trouble that is troubling you? Do you believe your difficult situation can be an opportunity to God to come through your life? Is your faith based on the outcome of your difficult situation? 
Brethren, we need to get closer to God. Take everything to Him in prayer. I shall call upon the choir to sing what a friend we have in Jesus. What a friend we have. Let's be on our feet. What a friend we have in Jesus. Hallelujah. Our sins and griefs to bear. Our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege! What a privilege to Everything, everything to God. Oh, what a peace! Peace we open for Oh, what needless pain Oh, what needless pain we bear All because All because we do not Have we trials and temptations? Have we trials and temptations? Is there trouble anywhere? We should never be before. Take it to the Lord. Take it to the Lord. Find a friend so faithful oh, will all our sorrows Jesus knows you well Jesus knows our every way Take it to the Lord Take it to the Lord Are we weak and heavy Combat with a load of care Combat with a load of care Precious Savior, yeah Precious Savior, still away Take it to the Lord Take it to the Lord Oh, do your friends despise for sin? I'll take it to the Lord, into the Lord in prayer. In His hands He'll take you, in His hands He'll take us. You will find our solace. Yeah. Let 
and Savior that Thou hast brought. Make it to the Lord in prayer. Amen. Were you blessed? with the word this day yes or no okay so if you have been blessed by that word which means you have listened to it there are some questions that you need to answer and the first question is this are you troubled in your heart today that's the title troubled heart are you troubled in your heart today is your life in turmoil? Turn with me, if you can, to Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. Are you troubled by worry? or doubt, or sin, or unbelief, or fear, or even self-reliance. What does God tell us to do there? In Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7, it is written, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. If you have been troubled in your hearts, if your life is in turmoil this day, what is it that you need to do? Number one, put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. There is no other way. Put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Trust Him with your complete being. Trust Him completely. Go to God in prayer. As Pastor said, trouble your troubles through prayer. Last but not least, be thankful for all that you have. You have been called. I have been called. Every one of us has been called to be an overcomer. And overcomers we will be in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father God, we just say thank you, Lord. For thank you, Lord, because indeed you have lifted up our hearts this day, Lord Father. You have removed from us, Lord Father, that which has been troubling us, Lord. Because you have given us the way to do it, Lord Father. You have said, put your trust in me. Put your faith in me. Trust in me. And come to me in prayer. Yes, Lord, that's what we do, Lord. And we come to you to unburden ourselves, Lord Father. Whatever is troubling us, Lord Father, in any form, Father God, we just lay it at your feet this day, Lord Father. 
Father God, we do not want to walk out of this hall carrying the troubles that we brought in, Lord. But we want to go out as overcomers, Lord, with our heads held high. Father God, in you is our way forward. And Father God, we just want to say thank you, Lord, for the words that we heard, words of scripture that were read out to us, Lord, that we could turn to. Yes, Lord, we may be surrounded by trouble, Lord, but that trouble is not going to trouble us, Lord, because your peace is in us. We thank you. We give glory to you. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your servant whom you use this day, Lord, Father. And Father God, we pray, Lord, that you will minister more to us through him, Lord. You will anoint him the more. That he will be able to minister unto us, Lord Father, those words of wisdom that you put into him. Bless him and his family, Lord. We surrender them into your care, Lord. And Father God, we pray, Lord, that your presence will be mighty in their lives and you will be their resource and their provider, Lord Father. We thank you, Lord Father. Thank you, Father, for every one of us who's gathered here this afternoon, Lord. And we pray, Lord, that we will continue to put our trust in you. We will continue to look to you. We will continue to be thankful, Lord Father, for everything that we have. We give you all honor and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all, now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we